0: A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is Johnny Wrestling, or Johnny Takeover, that's my shirt says. and listen, I want you to listen, like, We're of a ball right now, it's crazy, it's loud, it's in New York City, so I want you to listen
1: to No Holds Barred Network.
0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the very first episode right here of the Wrestle Forum podcast, right here on the No Holds Bar Network, your source for all wrestling podcast content and more. I'm your host of this new show on the network, your self proclaimed greatest host, your owner and CEO of the No Holds Bar Network, Kyle Masters. I'm joined by my co host, as always. You know her as the EVP of Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies herself, Tiffany. And as you can see, if you're watching the YouTube portion of this podcast, we are joined by a third, our uh, revolving door of guests that will be featured on this podcast. This one's a very special one and special to us here in the network, uh, especially uh, none other than Darren from These Wolves. Darren, what's going on, man? much. Thank you guys for
2: having me. Uh, it's a very big pleasure. I always wanted to be on a podcast. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: technically, this is the second time. We're seeing each other in a way. Well, you've seen Tiff a lot through the indie shows, but like, uh, we met uh, in all three in person at uh, Full Gear last year uh, for AEW, which was really cool. Anyway, we got to meet your wife, too, and that was really awesome, too. Um, yeah, but thanks for uh, being our, our very first honored guest here as we start this podcast on Network Guys. And if you guys want to know a little bit more about it, it's just a general discussion, roundtable discussion about wrestling, about where our guests are from. We kind of do like a small, tiny interview with our guests, and we're just going to keep featuring uh, lots of people that are involved in the wrestling community. Darren is heavily involved in the wrestling community, uh, which we'll get into on this podcast if you don't know. Um, and yeah, just kind of like a freelance type of thing. No yeah. schedule. No. Let's do no. this at this time, this at this time, this at this time.
1: <laughs> Could be very laid back kind of podcast. I hope so i don't know we'll see hopefully we'll <laughs> Yo,
0: you're gonna, you gonna throw in a sketch for us you're gonna excel spreadsheet that
1: yes hold on one second hang on let me let me do that <laughs> oh man Any, oh jeez.
0: but so uh, darren
1: how are you how how are you doing with the quarantine how's that treating you
2: good yeah just uh songwriting and catching up on some shows i just started well I just finished the first season of The Sopranos. I've never watched it before, oh. so even though I'm from New Jersey, but uh, yeah, catch up on that. Uh, caught up on Ozark, uh, songwriting. That's pretty much it. See, How I've never,
0: I've never seen The Sopranos. I've always wanted to start that, but like mm-hmm. going into quarantine, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like this is probably going to be the time where I'm going to be like, all these Netflix shows I have in my list that I've wanted to start, I'm going to get like get through. No, I haven't. A started one of those shows. B, I've just been re-watching The Office. That's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> great show, man. It's
0: so good. I, don't,
1: I don't know. And then, like, on top of like, I started Ozark. So I think I'm only, like, five episodes into the first season. So I'm really excited to finish that. And then I watched Sopranos, like, years ago, like, the first season. And then I kind of stopped because my ex wanted to watch it with me. And then like, we just never got to it. So then I never finish it. So if I go to watch Sopranos, I have to go back and start from the beginning. Cause I don't remember anything.
2: <laughs> well, good? not for the cheap plug for HBO, but if <laughs> you don't even need a subscription for it now to watch like the Sopranos or Barry or Silicon Valley, like they have all their free, uh, all their shows pretty much free on there. Oh, wow. Ballard, the rock that Dwayne Johnson is on there as well. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Um, but you can
0: watch those, but no cheap plugs here. <laughs>
1: hey. Maybe a cheap plug, because maybe we'll get sponsored by them. Shh. No,
0: it's about now we're sponsored by HBO. God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, there's no judgments here, okay? Like, you just don't know. Okay, anyways.
0: Um, yeah, there's yeah. that. Um, I have actually subscribed to Crave. I, I, I've been already subscribed to Crave. Uh, before this too, and I have not started one show on there either so I'm like I'm looking at my subscriptions I'm like what hell am I subscribed to everything and I don't even watch anything and this is the this is the perfect time to be watching these shows because you can't leave the house well like I hope people are not leaving the house for you know only for essential needs but you know I can't stop everybody Um, but at least everyone's doing their part hopefully everyone out there is doing their part Come on, Stay inside. Come on. The faster you stay or the longer you stay inside, the faster this wall will go away.
1: It's, that it's crazy. I was I, I, I was saying this offline to Darren and then Kyle yelled at me to save this onto the podcast. But I was telling <laughs> Darren that I'm kind of sad that all this kind of happened because which we're going to talk about because we need to talk about. Your songs made it onto AEW. Uh, it's so crazy. Um, so I wanted to celebrate with you at Synergy because I see Darren a lot because I, I, he works with GoPro Wrestling as well. So I see Darren at a lot of the shows, and we were. I was supposed to throw a party with a couple of their podcasters at Synergy Wrestling with Colin West, and I told Colin I didn't care what he said that I was coming in with a bunch of bottles of champagne because I wanted to celebrate <laughs> a little with bit in the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> into <of> the bubbly. <laughs> so, um, so I'm really sad, but you know I'm so excited for when this does happen because that's it's getting sprayed all over you, Darren. Like, pop, like...
0: Well, that's <laughs> not very nice. especially
1: because
2: I'm going to be filming the whole night. Yeah. It's
0: gonna be... <laughs> <Sollywood>. <laughs> Bring some splash guards. <laughs> You'll um, be all
1: right. I'll get you some towels. Don't worry. Yeah, that's
0: exciting. <laughs> Guys, we don't know. Darren is part of an awesome band called these wolves um they do a lot of cool songs again like what Tifter said they were featured on AWTV lately they were uh, actually wearing the dead to me t-shirt you guys can see live here on youtube uh that darren sent me thank you darren again i love this shirt um i i've worn it uh before this all started i wore it probably every time i had a day off and had to go do like errands and stuff outside i had it on like i i just love the look of this t-shirt so whoever designed this t-shirt actually you know what? there's a question for the podcast. who designed this t-shirt who was this? Uh, his name is
2: uh, Kendall Johns. He does a
0: lot of metal
2: um, uh, T-shirt designs. Like uh, He got one done for Attila, the, oh. the metal Attila. He does like wage wars okay. kind of stuff. But yeah, I just reached out to him, and uh, he had a design laying around that had a coffin in it. And I was like, perfect, dead to me. So,
0: <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, it's sick. I've gotten a lot of compliments with this T-shirt, especially uh, my one buddy. Uh, I call him No Self Phil because he used to be a, a host on the, on the network way back in the day. Uh, he's a big metalhead and he he loved this T-shirt like he absolutely loved it. So he's he approves from a metal fan. He he really approves it. Um, but yeah, uh, they used the song "Dead to Me" on AWTV. If you guys remember, uh, the whole MGF and Cody feud, they had that big promo package leading into Revolution. They used Darren's theme song in, it and I was like, I remember marking out hardcore when I yeah. first seen it and Tiffany losing her mind too. Like yeah. it was just, it was, I was like, Oh my God. Like the, a, like we use that song for our theme song and B, like, Oh my God for Darren. Like we were like so extremely happy for you. Like
1: that's right. crazy. Cause I got Talked seen by everybody.
0: It. And I couldn't
2: talk about it until it aired. So I was like, Oh my God, it's the worst,
1: <laughs> driving you <laughs> crazy. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, but if oh. it wasn't for you guys, that wouldn't have happened. Um, but it was the, a year in the making. Uh, and because of you guys, like, thank you so much for featuring the songs on all of your shows, pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, Mikey reached out to me, and uh, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough for posting on Twitter, you know, hey Mikey, play this song because it it paid off. (laughs) So Thank you guys so much.
0: Hey man, I'm not (laughs) just saying because you know, you're our friend here and we're using your theme song, I actually love (laughs) your guys's music, like, I have it on my i've downloaded them off Spotify. And they're on my playlist, so you guys are part of my workout routine playlist, so it's the best. At least one of us is working out to the (laughs) line. Well, not right now.
1: I'm working out out the fridge, man. That's what I'm doing. I'm opening and closing the door.
0: (laughs) I do my crunches by opening the door and closing it. But it's 20 ounce pearls you yeah.
1: know <laughs> it, it's so funny because it's like anytime like we become like with a new podcast idea for the network it's like okay let's let's ask darren for another song okay which <laughs> song can we use darren <laughs>
0: Thing, I love yeah. Screw it. the YouTube royalty library.
1: <laughs> no, oh, no, we go straight to the source. We want some good stuff that nobody else has, and it's just mm. it's well, just that's great.
0: which is funny. That's where our first theme song came from, the original one for AEP. We, I literally scoured through the royalty library for maybe about an hour, close to an hour and a half, until I found that. One. I'm like, whatever, this finally sounds good enough. I'm like, we'll just do it. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. when we were first started out that podcast, we were like, right, let's just go with it. We named our first episode "Murp." Was it "Murp" or "Eat"?
1: <laughs> eat eat <Yeet. It>
0: was- <laughs> like we have no idea what we were doing with it we're just like let's just start it and talk about AEW we
1: were just we were just having a good time with it it was, it was- <laughs> that's what it's all about right like it's about having fun having a good time enjoying what you like staying positive because it's always you know like we just like staying positive and and i mean there's so much negative life is way too short and let's just have fun and we i love talking wrestling with people that you know that love it and oh it's just it's just amazing Darren, how did you get like into wrestling what is your like first memory of like you know in wrestling
2: i remember my my dad used to uh, tape a uh, Saturday Night's Main event for me, and he tried to do it without commercials. And he worked <laughs> seven days a week. So wow. he would often fall asleep, so I would get, like, half the match. Like, and I was a Hogan fan back back in the day. And so I would watch, you know, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Macho Man, and they'd be like, Hogan's up next! And then I wouldn't see the Hogan match. So, um, but since since then, like, I think, like, Real American was, like, the first, like, song that, like, got me pumped. Mm. So I think Mm. that's why I I wanted to, in the back of my mind, always do, like, wrestler kind of theme songs and try to do that kind of stuff. But the first feud that actually got me into wrestling was WrestleMania Five, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan, uh, when Macho Man uh, fell out of the ring and hit Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Hogan carried carried her into the the dressing room and stuff and had that big feud. Like, that was... The, the time I was like, oh my god, this is nice. amazing <laughs> so, How about you guys? What
0: was what got you into it? You wanna know the very first match I ever watched was oh, I think it was in what year was that? That was either ninety seven, ninety eight or ninety nine. It was the infernal match between Kane and Undertaker. Okay. That I think it was Bad Blood that pay per view was called. I think or Unforgiven, it was one or the other, but uh, the the Inferno <laughs> match was the very first match I I seen because I was in elementary school and then uh, the kid I was hanging out with like he kept mentioning wrestling I kept brushing it off like I'm not gonna watch wrestling and then he kept like telling me you gotta watch you gotta watch you gotta watch it so like I think I remember like whatever whatever internet was like back then. I just remember, like, searching up, like, like free wrestling videos, and the first video that came up was The Undertaker and Kane, and I'm like, Infernal match! like, the winner has to light themselves on fire? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a thing? And then uh, I just remember falling in love with it, and I, I remember falling in love with The Undertaker, because Undertaker's still my number one favorite wrestler of all time.
1: I, I- 98, Ray said. Ray's good. Ray's like an encyclopedia. So
0: he's like Tony Khan, who just like <laughs> knows wrestling. Like according to all the AW stars, they 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 just say like Tony Khan is so knowledgeable in the business that you can literally ask him any match from any day and he knows it like to a T. Yep. Yeah. um That's- But thank you, Ray. Thank you. 98. Yes, that was the very first match I watched. I just remember like loving this undertaker character so much at the time I'm like oh my god like this is cool and i started looking up more undertaker stuff i got right heavily involved with him i started watching raw and it was just i remember like going back to school the next day to the king I'm like oh my god did you watch raw last night and like going nuts <laughs> and just from there i just took off like i was just hooked hooked ever since
1: Me like my dad was very big into wrestling. So I think it was like the early nineties that I started watching with him. It was just I would like walk in the living room on like Monday nights and I would see him in the living room watching, you know, Monday Night Raw. And then um you know, he had the box, you know, the box, the illegal box watch the pay <laughs> Oh, <pictures. laughs>
0: the illegal box, eh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we used to watch, like, all the pay-per-views and stuff like that. I don't remember which match it was. I remember, I think it was, like, Lex Luger. It was, it was definitely Monday Night Raw. I just don't remember what match it was. But I remember, and then, like, as I got older, I was the real, like, <laughs> mark. And then I had posters of like my favorite wrestlers all over my bedroom and stuff wow. and i was like get the magazines mailed to you and then i was like oh man this is this, this is why the list the husband started right it was like rip open the-
0: <laughs> oh god
1: <laughs> see the list the husbands kind of started like you like when i was very very young you know so <laughs>
2: was the list of husbands was number one Lex Luger at the time (laughs) (laughs) maybe
1: maybe maybe, because I remember like when it was he was a heel too so I remember him I don't like wow like I'm like really digging back but I remember him looking in the mirror like back then like like that. he must have been like the number one husband until like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart because those were like my absolute favorites growing up I think Duffy wants to get
0: in on the podcast there (laughs) just seen him (laughs) he's like showing you a donut
1: (laughs) yeah this big gigantic Gigantic donut! Like, give me this. Come here.
0: Got milk? (laughs) Oh God! It's a big donut. (laughs) Seriously, you
1: go, Duff. But too funny. But yeah, that's like what I remember all the way back then. So, Um, but yeah. So like. How did you get into AEW, Darren? Like, I know, like, I was kind of following a little bit of Ring of Honor and New Japan, which I kind of was familiar with The Elite. And I started watching BTE a little bit. So that... And then when I watched All In, that's what kind of, like, got me sucked in. And that's what kind of... I was like, Kyle, I was like, this is going to be big. So how did you get into AEW?
2: It was actually Joe Janela. Actually, oh. got into AEW. Uh, not personally. Like, I don't know him, but... Uh, I was watching WWE, like, religiously, and I started getting burnt out. on the, You know, the typical WWE fan story. <laughs> I got, started getting burnt out. And uh, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to stop watching it. Like, it was getting bad. And I, I was on YouTube, and I saw a documentary of Joe Janela by Kenny Johnson. And he was just he, – he's from New Jersey. But uh, he was just talking about the, like, the crazy bump that he took that almost killed him uh off the uh off this big all right into the into the car and i just watched it and i was like oh i gotta find more stuff that that he's doing so i started uh youtubing him and got really into him and then like around that time like it like all in was happening and so i was like oh okay i'll check that out so checked out all in and then i was like okay so once aew like got announced i was like i want to be a part of this i don't know how i can be a part of this but i want anything to do with aw because i was just kind of sick of the wwe formula mm-hmm. so i was like anything i could do so like when they first started i started contacting like brandy rose's like manager like i had no idea i was just i didn't even know about mikey at the time i was just contacting everybody like i i wanted <laughs> to do something yeah um, that's how i got got into it and then i started you know, Googling or YouTubing the Young Bucks and, and, uh, you know, Kenny Omega and getting into all that stuff. So it was actually Joey Janela who got me into, back into the indie scene that I, that I started working with, you know, GoPro Wrestling and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah, and it's, it's been a whirlwind ever since,
0: you know? Wow. Like, I, it's funny, like when Tiff mentioned that, like, she came to me and said, like, 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 you know, you, this is going to be huge and, like, at first, like, I will, you know, sort of admit I wasn't fully on board with it. Like, I was like, eh, I mean, yeah, it could be big, and I watched all in. I'm like, oh, it was good. I'm like, but do we know if it's going to be exactly like this? Are they going to follow suit? And then I think it was really, for me, the press conference that really did it for me. Just everyone in listening to, like, their words and and – just listening to them talk about this company that's gonna start is just, and even the double or nothing rally was really it really got me into it as well. Um, and in the Jericho thing, part of the press conference too, like that's huge. Getting a guy like Chris Jericho to start your company and build behind it is massive. And it, this has been, <laughs> again, this guy just seems to have one good run out. It just seems like his runs in wrestling just keep getting better and better as he ages. It's crazy. This guy's just gonna keep going. Um, and he's going to be an extremely incredible mind behind the scenes once he's done with wrestling. So to have a guy like Chris Jericho is extremely huge for AEW. So I think that it was around then where I'm like, okay, this is going to truly, and I'm going to you know, quote and pun intended here, this is, truly is going to be a revolution in the sport of professional wrestling. This is truly going to be something different than – what we're you, like you said, Darren. We're used to it, it, in the WWE formula, and I I truly got burnt out because I started swaying away from the main roster and I started focusing on NXT because that was the style of wrestling that I was into. They were focusing more on wrestling than the entertainment factor, and the takeovers were so good. And then it's not like I didn't fall out of love with NXT. It's just AW, AW kind of took over. <laughs> Pun intended there again. Like they just kind of took over, uh, like my love for what I love watching right now. So. Um, I still will give. I'm, there's still nothing wrong with NXT. I have my, you know, I have my gripe with the main roster, but um, yeah, it's just it was definitely the the press conference for me that did it. So yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. No, it's 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 crazy. See, see, look where we're at now. It, it it's just it's just great. So, mm-hmm. um, Darren, so like you're you're kind of like into the, like the indie scene like me as well. So. What do you think, like, thoughts, the indie scene? I mean, you've been, like, all over because of GoPro wrestling.
2: Yeah, there's some, like, really good promotions, and then there's some not-so-great promotions, but, like, you can see the passion is there, you know? Even, like, uh, I, I personally, you know, no cheap plug to Colin, but I love Synergy. Like, Synergy was my first show. If uh, many people don't know that I am a camera operator for GoPro wrestling, um, and Synergy... Last last November was my first show working there, uh, so it has a special place in my heart. And you know, I met Colin very briefly there, but like all all of his cards, the matches are really really good. the The wrestling is always like consistently good. Um, I really like that. I, I really liked Creator Pro when I was when I filmed that. I really liked WrestlePro. Pro. Um, there's uh, an organization called PPW, which is in yeah. Pennsylvania. Really good.
1: That's a bucket list um, for me. I got to get there. Did you see yeah. my guy's main event? Because they're so good.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love
1: those guys. I love those guys. They're so good. Yeah, PPW is definitely what I want to go to. Got to get Kyle to come back down here. Then I can drag him to some of these. Drag these, me. Drag. Oh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Come back to New York. <laughs> um,
0: yes. Uh, it's, it's like what Darren just said there with uh, some of the companies. Like, you, you know, you can tell like they're kind of like you can tell with some companies like the where the passion is and not um, up here I actually I have a friend that's in the the independent scene up here in Canada and he asked us to come to one of a show myself uh, no self Phil, and my buddy Cappy we drove up uh, about an hour from where I live and we went to his one indie show which was in like this grungy old dive bar like it was during the day a the show was during the day and it didn't turn into a bar or a club until the nighttime, so there's nothing happening during the day. And you can tell like it was like the event was kinda of poorly run with seating and how they were getting organized and stuff, but you can tell in the wrestlers that were there that they were so passionate about like still giving a good show and, and everything. It was just incredible and I gave props to all of them. Like it was it was amazing. Um so yeah, the independent scene is really fun. If anyone you guys listening and you haven't checked out an independent wrestling company, like go out there and just check it out. Like it's, it's, it's. Sometimes you, you'll be surprised what you can find in the independent circuit. And take it from the indie queen over here, she knows.
1: No, I know. I'm all over the place. I love it. I keep looking for like new promotions, and and it, it's, oh, it's great. So I like, I like um the first show. It was so funny. I didn't even know that Darren was gonna be at Synergy, and then I was like, oh, you will get to see Number One Husband in action. I was like. <laughs> So he got to see my number one husband, Anthony Gangone, in action. So I was excited for that. But yeah, now I love the indie scenes. I mean, uh, Kyle's been, when Kyle came down to New York, uh, I took him to House of Glory. So he got to see um, Santana and Ortiz. He saw Gangone. He saw um, who else? The Lucha Private Brothers, brother yeah. Uh, Leroy Green was there. It's, it was just crazy. The Great Muda Darren, showed you, up. <laughs> yeah, Darren, you didn't, you haven't gone to the House of Glory show yet, right?
0: Oh, no,
2: that's on the bucket list now.
1: There's like bucket list. It's just it's just crazy. Yeah. So it was good. Like uh, we
0: uh, what was it? We saw Saul Monster was there. We met Jerry. Um, just we got to see like everything like being set up while we walked in there, and just saw a lot of the wrestlers that were wrestling then. Where they are now, like most of them in AEW, and there's some of the other wrestlers there. I think I'm trying to remember. There were some other, I think Tajiri was there as well. He he, he teamed up with Great Muda and I think somebody else, and there was like a, a six man tag was the main event. And I think the Lucha brothers were in it too. Like it was incredible, it was sweet. Um, but yeah, it was that was definitely really fun to do.
1: Darren, have you gone to a GCW show yet?
0: No, no, I, well, I saw you at ICW. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I, I think like w. GoPro. I don't like. I think GCW has their own camera crew. Yeah. So they haven't invited a shit to right. do it. Maybe, hopefully, in the, you know, in the in the future it'll happen. But now, personally, just
1: come. You could just come to a GCW show.
2: I wanted to go to the one in Atlantic City at, at Showboat. Yeah. Uh, but I I didn't wind up making it, and then the coronavirus stuff happened. So.
0: No. That's it, my boy Ray coming through in the chat. It was Penta Tajiri, and Great Muda against LAX and Low Key.
1: I wonder why Ray knows that. Hmm. <laughs> Does he work somewhere? Hmm. Oh I don't know, Tiff. If you tell me. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> but, oh uh, man, Dare, I want to talk to about you something. Talk to you about something. It's not about wrestling. Okay. What about your band, These Wolves. How do I, How do I want to know how that all came that- about? Okay, so basically, These Wolves are just me.
2: Uh, I don't know. You're, like, you're the lone wolf. Uh, I, I started These Wolves in 2016. Okay. Um, I, I was in a bunch of bands before uh, These Wolves, and I wasn't doing my own thing. I was a guitar player in one, I was a bass player in another. And in 2012, uh, my basically, the music scene wasn't great to me. And I kind of stopped making music. And then, like, my dad passed away and a bunch of different things happened. So I took a break for four years, mm-hmm. uh, like, recording and actually pursuing it. And then I went in to the studio. Uh, I asked one of my friends to to record me. And I was just doing, like, acoustic stuff to get out of my head. And he's like, oh, and one of the songs is dead to me. And he goes, you know, this should be, like, a full band song because it's kind of angry. And I was like, well, I don't know. He's like, come on. <laughs> But he's like, I have a drummer here who can do it. We'll just hire him. I was like, okay. So it turned out to be the best decision that I was forced into making. (laughs) Uh, Because it worked out so well. Like, yeah. And it's been nonstop for four years. Just song after song after song after song. uh, Writing and and recording it. So I have a ton of stuff in the bag that uh, I haven't released yet.
0: Oh, so yeah insider
2: uh, yeah a a lot of a lot of songs i have about 35 songs that have not been released that are recorded ready to go i've just been releasing them every like six weeks to two months just to give consistency because i know people have their own lives so they can't just listen to a whole album now because the music industry has kind of changed that way so just single after single um and speaking of which cheap plug my uh, new single—it's a cover of uh, Suzanne Vega's "Tom's Diner." It comes out May eighth.
1: Oh, yeah!
0: It's, I, it's I'm a, pumped for that
2: every rock song. So,
0: all right, I'm pumped.
1: Love, I'm ready. I'm ready. Add to cart. So, so basically,
0: <laughs> so you're saying like Diesels is you, and then everyone, I guess, uh, like the other uh, musicians are just people you kind of just hire on, like to yeah. help you. Okay, that's cool.
2: Okay. The, the bass player, his name is Steve Kellner. He produces and records the the songs. He's great. He's like the fifth Beetle of these wolves. He's <laughs> he's such he's such a good person to work with. And then the drummers are usually hired. And then I have a lead guitar player as well, um, who's starting to play on some of the songs. His name's Ian. I went to high school with him. Okay. Super great guitar player. Um, but uh. Yeah, but the songwriting stuff is just basically me. Like, I, I I come in, I'm like, here's what I have, and then we just crank awesome. it out. So basically,
0: that. it's almost like a brand. Like, it's your own brand. These wolves, and also yeah. kind of like a band at the same time.
2: Yeah, I wanted it kind of like because there's a, a singer-songwriter named Darren Fisher in the UK, so I didn't want to be me. Uh, so um, yeah, I thought like Foo Fighters is a cool name. So I want something like Foo Fighters. So okay. I was like, oh, you know, these wolves, you know, because it's like, oh, who made that song? Oh, these wolves. I don't know who they are. You know, like <laughs> so I want something like that. So that's how it came about. That's
0: cool. You know what actually are really cool are your music videos.
1: Yeah. Like, so great. Those man. are really
0: well done, like very, very well done. Like when I my when I first seen the "Dead to me one when uh we first got to talking and i was like oh my god this is actually like insane i've sent it to i sent it to a lot of my friends i'm like guys you need to check this song this is, this is awesome like watch this video and then uh when i started looking through i saw the one uh i think it was i think is not enough is enough is done like the white family style
2: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i sent that
0: to all my wrestling friends i'm like look it's like it features the white like this guy featured like the white kind of aspect with the, the sheet masks and uh, a lot of my wrestling friends got back me saying this is the coolest video I've ever seen. Like, and the song was awesome too. So, those videos are really well done.
2: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, enough is enough. That like that girl in that video uh, is one of, is
0: my best friend's
2: daughter. Okay. And then she's in another video called "Something to Live For," which is like a happier kind of song. Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of feature her. Like that'll be. <laughs> like the Easter egg, like she'll be <laughs> a bunch of videos in the future, hopefully. But yeah, cool. thank you so much. You know. Cool. Um, But yeah, a, a fun, a fun fact dead to me. It's pretty much a performance video, but there was actually like a story in it, but it was right when YouTube started like demonetizing for like vulgar content. Uh, I, I wanted to do uh. like a Dexter kind of thing, but like do it to myself. So we <laughs> did like, we had the, the room we we actually put it like uh we had like that saran wrap stuff in there and we had we did the whole scene and we had to cut it out at, during the during the editing process um so but yeah it could have been a lot bloodier <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh like uh oh what's that i seen her her video not too long ago and it, it a it was a weird song and it freaked me out but they featured it, it was an nxt takeover song go um Oh, Poppy! Poppy, yeah, that one song where she's like covered in blood in the in the music video. I'm like, what am I watching? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and she's just dripping in blood, like just like someone just took a pail and just dumped it all over her. And oh man, she's uh, she's something else, that that girl. Um, interesting Crazy. type of music. But
1: uh, so, Darren, yeah. what are you gonna do? Like, when all this goes back to normal?
2: Oh, I'm probably gonna. Uh, I can't wait to get served food, like, even, like, at Applebee's (laughs) or, like, at Chili's (laughs) or something. You know, I can't Uh -uh. wait until I'm, like, I don't have to, like, cook, like, chicken nuggets and, like, (laughs) french fries.
1: What's the go-to? That's, like, the first thing, like, you want to eat.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, Like, in the, like, quarantine phase?
1: No, like, when we get back out.
2: Oh, uh, probably. There's a a place in uh, Lodi uh, called Lodi Pizza. Uh, I want to get that so bad. They have a Sicilian uh, pizza.
1: Oh, oh my god! How about you? Oh, I want Chinese food so bad.
0: <laughs> now, tip. I could be seen different ways. Now, all <laughs>
1: right. So let's not go there. Okay. I want a nice, big, beautiful steak. Okay. And I want. Oh my god! <laughs> Fun
0: you say, steak? I actually have a place like. Number one, no matter what, don't care, no one can change my mind. There's a Brazilian steakhouse here in oh, Niagara nice. Falls where it's all you can eat meat and it's it's fifty bucks a pop. You go there, they give you like a little a little turn thing on your beside your plate and you flip yeah, it to it red. They can keep food. Yeah, or your else food. they keep bringing yeah. you food and then at one point they bring around this grilled pineapple where they sprinkle a little cinnamon on it and it's like it's i don't all know right. it's like i don't think they put more i think they put more cinnamon on and just saying because it's to die for and it's so good i'm going there as soon as it's done i'm bringing mrs <laughs> masters with me we're going i got gift cards we're going to that place as soon as this is all done we're ready
1: darren, to go road trip come on darren come to me let's let's take a road trip up to kyle
0: <laughs> and you got some good food by you
2: too I, I yeah. oh
1: yeah well, you know, <laughs> I'm in New York, <laughs> like New York. you got know, all the damn restaurants. Uh, you know, it's a shame because I feel like a lot of them are just not going to make it, especially the ones in Manhattan with, with the freaking rents and everything like that. So it's scary. Yeah. But, you know, like even with the quarantine guys, like support your local like um, restaurants, not like Wendy's and McDonald's. No. Like your <laughs> That's not restaurant. a
0: local restaurant. That's a local so, chain. That, but, no, like like I'm not, saying, I'm not like, saying you're saying so. that. I'm just telling oh. the people. Relax, yeah.
1: relax. <laughs> Relax. Relax. No, it's true. I try to go like, I, I was for weeks, I was like, I'm not ordering anything in. But then I'm like, all right. Like, I'm, I, so like once a week, I make sure that I support this one pizzeria by me. So, like, I'll get like maybe a salad or a soup or like the other day, I got a personal pizza. Um, so, and the guy, like, when I went in there, cause I went to go pick it up, uh, cause a lot of them are doing like the curb you know curb pickup and stuff so uh, the guy like thanked me like he's like thank you so much and i'm like i felt bad i was like okay now i gotta make sure like once a week i order from you because i don't want like when we're when this is all over them not to be there anymore
0: so is it bad i'm getting bored cooking at home
1: no it's everybody the thing is is i have stuff (laughs) (laughs) fired?
0: like i have stuff and i'm just like i don't want to cook it
1: right (laughs) (laughs) or you don't want it i'm home too much and i just i'm
0: getting lazy at home (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but then like when I'm at
0: work and stuff I will come home and make food. Like it's just like <laughs> it's yeah, so, it's so be. weird. Like this is I don't I don't think anyone could have been ever prepared for this, especially cuz it happened so sudden and it's affecting everyone in different ways clearly uh if you look out in the world and what's going on with some people but uh yeah, it's uh if you guys can like what Tiff said, support like your local restaurants that are available right now for that are offering takeout and uh, tip your delivery drivers the most this is one I want. That's the big, important thing. These delivery drivers are all a, taking a big risk doing what they're doing. Obviously they're staying safe, like wearing gloves and masks from what I've seen, but they're taking a big risk doing the stuff they're doing. And they're, <laughs> they take a lot of it. Like, so my, my best friend, uh, Cappy, who's a former, another former host on this network. Um, he's a delivery driver and he's told me stories from the last couple of weeks that, Make me sick. Some people he said he's been told straight to his face that he's not been not getting tipped. Like, people are just like rude to him, like, right off the bat. People are messing around with the orders. People are just like, it's crazy how much they still like, how much, and they're so busy now because they're the only places that are open. So, people are ordering like crazy. And I, I just I can't believe some of the stories he comes back and tells me. So, you guys, to your, deli- like, to your delivery drivers, if you're, you are ordering out, please tip well. I'm not saying you don't have to go above 25% or whatever. Just at least tip them and let them know like tell them like thank you for doing this cuz it's if they weren't doing this, we'd be screwed. Right. <laughs> like you, we, could, we, it, we could be in a lot worse situation that's happened around the world. But anyways, let's flip this. Enough talking about that. <laughs> Getting hungry. <laughs> that sh- that <laughs> such good <My> shit. <laughs> my, <laughs> <the> Taco Bell. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: uh, oh man! God. Yeah. So
0: we saw also too. Actually, it's cool as well. Uh, not only was "Dead to Me" used, Darren's song "Enough Is Enough" was actually used as a theme song. For like, were you contacted by the wrestler to use your theme song, or is someone else contact you to say, "Go, oh, we use a song for a wrestler"?
2: Uh, Mikey, Mikey Ruckus. Uh, okay. He's the uh, music supervisor for AEW. Um, so yeah, he contacted me a year ago. Uh, after you guys started uh, (laughs) contacting him to do the song or you know yeah we're getting Mikey on the show
0: we're getting him on eventually on the show we got we we have to have a chat definitely
2: (laughs) I, I would love to hear an interview with him but uh he uh yeah he contacted me and he was like um yeah we'd like to use your song uh uh and I was like yeah sure um and then he's like okay well we may use it and then Months later, it dead to me was in Cody and MJF, which I was super happy about. And then he's like, "Yeah, I think um, Shotgun Lee Johnson is going to use enough as enough. Uh, it's either going to be on a darker dynamite, not really sure. And uh, yeah, it's going to become, but you can't tell anybody. I'm like,
0: <laughs> it Ends up being on both. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah <I'm laughs> in the same week. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's really cool. Like I can't thank Mikey enough." Uh, for that opportunity, I hope I get more opportunities. Honestly, but I know I can't—you know—I can't be greedy with it. But I'm, I'm super excited that I'm contributing to the wrestling community
0: because I love it so much. Now we need this so. theme song worth the pain to be used as another pay-per-view theme. Just saying, next year all out <laughs> AW, you know, oh, or next year's full gear. <laughs> I'm just saying, official theme song worth the pain. You know, yeah, Mikey, know. Mikey, we're gonna have a chat on the pod. Just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah we gotta reach out to him put
0: a good word for
1: oh, you yeah. Let in those DMs <laughs> I'm, I'm excited I'm excited and oh, Worth the pain,
2: if you like wrestling related content I actually made a WWE 2K music video mm, with, with me as you know for Worth the Pain um, because before AEW I actually got the song Dead to Me and Enough is Enough were used by a YouTuber named Chris Danker he goes by Dank Ops on YouTube. Yeah. He does a lot of WWE 2K content. He used um, Dead to Me for Fire Pro Wrestling. And then he used Enough is Enough for uh, his Wrestle War series, which was WWE 2K related. Um, but what he didn't tell me, well, he did tell me, but he was like, is it okay if I rap over the the instrumental part <laughs> of the song at the beginning? And I, and he's like, because... Uh, it's not going to be like a weekly show and then pay a Mm pay-per-view for him. It was going to be, and I was like, okay. So the way he cut it was he had his rap version and then he just cut it off when I started singing. So people like his, you know, subscribers are like, Oh, I can't, Chris's song is so great. I'm like, (laughs) song. so I, I made a a video um, basically like, Going into the video game, like I made a creative person, like a creative wrestler as me, and I went to challenge his creative wrestler. So <laughs> I made
0: that's uh, awesome.
1: <laughs> so, I gotta play with Ray. The, <laughs>
2: round, and the uh AEW, like I had to pitch the whole idea to him, and he didn't really care for it because like he was starting to get burnt out on the WW2K yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he did, he went another way, but yeah, I still released the video, so it's up there. If you guys
0: want to see it, uh, but, uh, awesome. here's a question here because me and Tiff have completely different systems. What are you? Are you a P- are you a PlayStation or Xbox guy?
2: I have both, but I'm primarily a PlayStation <laughs> I'm
1: not an Xbox guy. Yeah, Kyle, I, get a I PlayStation.
2: like use of war. So,
1: <laughs> Kyle, get a PlayStation and come play Fortnite with me again, like you used to. Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, I do have both, so.
0: Hey, but he says he likes Gears of War, and that's only on Xbox, Tiff. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I also started uh, Uncharted because they have the free yeah. uh, two games. So I picked up uh, the free version of uh, one, two, and three. So I'm starting to play
0: that too. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Sweet. Oh, There's so many games. Oh, it's crazy. There's
0: so many it's crazy. games.
1: Oh. Can't keep up, man. Play Uno that breaks up friendships. Fortnite, I find myself playing to like three in the morning with a couple of people. It's crazy. It's just, like, <laughs> I need to get out of the house. I miss wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ray in the chat. Uh, he, uh, he's actually doing a universe mode right now on YouTube. He's like, We need to collaborate, Darren. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely.
2: Definitely. I've been following his universe mode.
1: See? I know. I well, there you him. go.
0: There you go, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: I love definitely I love it. right. I love it. I love how uh, he was teaming up with Joey Silver recently. I, lo- I love, I love those matches. that like even Joey Silver is like, yeah, <laughs> like he, he like shared it. I was cracking up. I love, I love seeing. I love seeing a lot of the wrestlers. Even like me and Kyle have like even earlier in the stages. But under the ropes, that we were interviewing a lot of these wrestlers. So it's just, it's, it's crazy. So, oh man. So Darren, what's the goal here? Like. You want to, like work completely for aew like what's what's the end goal here
2: I wish uh, I just want to be uh, just contribute as much as I can to the stuff that I'm passionate about like wrestling and music you know uh, you know just release more songs see what see what happens um, that's pretty much the end goal I, I I my goal now personally is to get uh, a wrestler who's appearing every week on aew to have a my song as Mm a theme but that's in mikey's hands so
1: (laughs) hey you never know like oh man
2: yeah i maybe we'll see that it'll be great i do have like i want to like remix a song there's there's a wrestler on the roster that i want to do a theme song for like i'm gonna remix his song Mm. and then like cover it Kinda, and hopefully Mikey will like that, but I'm not gonna name the wrestler. But, <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. No
1: inside go. So. No, no inside scoop. The lips yeah. are sealed. Mm. Okay, we'll talk offline. No, Mike. <laughs> 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 I need the four-one-one. Damn it! No, <laughs> I'm a mess. Oh, damn it! Because <laughs> it's such oh, good I
0: mean, shit.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm Kyle Kyle. I can't. It.
1: I can't. I don't even watch. I'm it. He's making the I mean, theme song like, for
0: Kyle Masters. That's what he's doing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> For when I become right. an AEW wrestler and I'm on TV bi weekly. Yeah.
2: The master's degree. That's that
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: true. Yeah. That'll be my finishing move. That'll be the name the of my theme song. The
1: Power Drive. The Poutine Power
0: Drive. That's never going to be a thing with my if I ever became a wrestler. It's not going to be called oh, the Poutine like, P- Destroyer. It's the <laughs> Poutine Power Driver. The Poutine Destroyer. To- <laughs>
1: Oh, I like it's more nicer the Poutine power drive. I remember like I was in like a PlayStation party one day and we were talking about like Kyle being a wrestler and we we're like, okay, this would be his finisher move. Like <laughs>
0: <I can't>. God. <laughs> Don't I'm, judge me. I'm never naming my move the Poutine Pile Driver.
1: That's terrible. You see oh. this? You see how he is to me
0: <laughs> I sound like a French Canadian Bum wrestler, like a freaking jobber.
1: Wow! <laughs> we all gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> there you go, and then you'll have Darren have your music, your theme music, and, and that's it. So you'll be all right.
2: There you go. If, if you were a wrestler, what would your finisher be?
1: Oh no, I don't know. I never thought about that. Steal this. the
0: Young Bucks, the indie no, taker.
1: Did you guys say it was like the Googleizer? Like one day in the yeah. chat, yeah, the I was like. If I, like giggleizer but it was like the googleizer or something like i don't know
0: the heartbreak kick <laughs> Heartbreak. Kick. <laughs> and that's your c it's a super kick but you call it the heartbreak kick you blow a kiss you blow a kiss to them first and then you kick them in the face <laughs> the heartbreak kick
1: yes i like that I'm We've done. i d- I would never be a wrestler. I would, you know, maybe maybe a manager or something. Like I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, Jesus. They're actually in the chat. DX or NWO? Better faction.
2: Ooh. Ooh. That's hard. <laughs>
0: and we can't count really? the WrestleMania 31 showdown cuz that was that was horrible. <laughs> We're not that yeah. doesn't count. You can't. We can't let that determine our decision here. So we got to go pre, we got to go Monday Night Wars.
1: <laughs> type you know, of DX and WO. I wasn't watching during that time because I took a break for like a long time because I just got so caught up with life and I was so like you know, college, working a bunch of jobs, babysitting, so there was a long time and then I was being like I was, I was like a brat and in the sense of that all my favorite wrestlers were leaving WWE and stuff and I didn't like it. So I stopped watching as well for a long time and, uh, yeah, I just got back into wrestling maybe like six years ago. Um, but I don't know, like, I I can't with, like, I can't with that because I love my elite and I love, I love, uh, the Bullet Club and, you know, more current stuff, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of WWE, so but kudos to anybody who likes it cuz I won't I won't knock it. That's that's on you. If you like it. So you don't have a decision
0: cool. DX or nwo? You just don't have a decision on that?
1: No, I don't have a decision because I I can't because boo. I was to the scene back then with it. Boo. So I can't really can't really go there. Boo. What about you? Oh, boo, boo, boo this you. woman. Boo. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I would say like NWO like, the like five like the five guys when they first started.
0: Yeah, no, I liked
2: no. a lot like
0: <laughs> not that was my people, favorite
2: part. Of NWO you know? like once they started like branching out and there was like the Wolfpack and and uh, they had like the LWO and yeah, like all this yeah. like stuff and it was like all colors of the rainbow. But NWO that's when it got like So I think like they. They just killed all the momentum from it, so I would. I think I'm gonna go with DX on this one, though. The NWO in the beginning, I really, really liked uh, because they didn't dilute as much as the NWO did. They kind of mm-hmm. stayed strong. Um, what about you, Kyle?
0: Uh, this one's tough for me. The reason is because I was more of a fan of DX. When they came back in two thousand six, that whole just Shawn Michaels and Triple H era of DX, I loved every minute of all that because they just ripped on Vince throughout that entire feud and ended off with like Rated RKO. Um, I love that DX. I didn't like. I didn't like if we're talking about the era when NWO and DX were at the same time, like when DX first started and when they got into the later part, and then there's the NWO when they first started. I'd pick NWO just because like Hogan, Scott Hall and Nash, those original 3 as the nwo was huge for that time, especially like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash at first jumping ship. Like that wasn't like a thing back then, right? That was I mean Hulk Hogan did it first, but when those two jumped over and you know they 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 did like a whole like takeover storyline and Hulk Hogan ended up being the third man and him going heel for the first time in his career, that was huge. Like that was massive back then. If you go back and watch that night at Bash the Beach, when he turned, the crowd threw everything but like the chairs into the ring. Like, they were so pissed and losing it. Like, that was gen, that was like the pure heat of like back then. It was so well done. And I'm all coming together and starting that NWO faction. That was my favorite. But it's tough because if, if the DX of 2006 started at the same time, I would have picked DX in a heartbeat. So for me, I'm leaning more towards NWO for sure.
2: Speaking of the NWO when Hogan came out and and turn turn heel, did you do you remember that uh, Bobby the Brain Hanen, he like spoiled the outcome?
0: Yawn. Yawn
1: Oh man. I don't know, yeah. Like I said, there was a long time that I stopped watching wrestling and I just pretty much got back into it because a bunch of my friends were talking like wrestling and I was like, how is wrestling nowadays? And they're like, it's good. It's so much better than when we were like young. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I started watching it with everybody and I was like, okay. And then, and then I, uh, my friend, Jimmy, he's a ref and then he was reffing in like independent scene out here. So then that's how that got kind of started. And then I started going with like a bunch of friends to like indie shows. And now like, I just love it. Like, you know, well, that's why I'm queen of the <laughs> indies, but <laughs> I can't, I can't. Oh man. Okay. Darren. So, what match? I know we talked about this. We were talking about like your fan tweet. What match would you tell everybody if they were not watching AEW, right? What match would you tell them to watch that you think would bring them over as an AEW fan?
2: Probably Cody and Dustin.
0: <laughs> that seems to be the ongoing answer that I've seen because yeah. I mean it was good. It was a it was AEW's first five star match, and just the storytelling was just beyond and when you introduce someone I brought this up in the podcast when you introduce someone to this match you make them watch the promos like everything from when they first started promoing Cody who's gonna have a match at double or nothing and being a secret opponent up until the match you need to build them the story and then when they finally watch that match oh my god it was good I'd pick that match too I mean I had my matches but like that's it was was tough for me not to put that in my top three yes
2: Definitely. And even like uh, Stacy, my girlfriend, she wasn't a wrestling fan before she met me and I was watching it and she was like, yeah, I don't like Brock Lesnar, you know, and that's pretty much all she went. But she watched Double or Nothing with me. And that was the match that she was like, OK, I get why you like it now.
0: <laughs> right. Mrs. Masters, yeah. too. Like she's just she, she hadn't She didn't watch wrestling at all before. Like we we started dating when we started dating, and she found out I started watching AW, and I she started watching it, too.
1: Her. I got her into AW. Okay, relax, I got her A-W. relax
0: over there. Anyways, I... <laughs> um, I'm taking credit. She fell in love with uh, Hangman Page, and she she loves that guy. That's her number one. And Jar and John Moxley. I guess there it's a pretty tough competition for her number one with Moxley and uh, Hangman Page, but. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's crazy. That's too, I mean, it's, it's crazy to see like fan people that have don't watch wrestling at all, get a, gra- get a, uh, a grasp for AW, which it's kind of like their target demographic. They're kind of targeting, you know, the, between 18 to 45, the people that are more sports want to see a more sports oriented type of wrestling, or, you know, maybe not have watched wrestling. They're kind of introducing it to them. That's why they're going to all those university campuses too, to kind of get that crowd in there. Um, which is really cool as well, but that's, again, good answer. Like, Dustin and Cody, that was so good. Like, it's, it was so emotional, even, like, what happened after. It just, it's just, it's such a good match to introduce someone to.
2: Even, like, uh, it, it actually depends on the person as well. Like, if someone just liked, like, crazy stuff, I would say, like, Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks would be the match to, to watch. Or the... Um, hangman page and kenny omega versus the young bucks mm-hmm. like i guess it goes with the person but like classic storytelling probably cody and dustin yeah. but uh yeah it kind of depends on you you know but yeah stacy she loves like luchasaurus she watched luchasaurus when he was on big brother so like the fact that like i was like oh yeah he used to be on big brother she <laughs> said, oh my God. She started watching and uh you know uh Jungle Boy, she loves Jungle Boy, um, and Orange Cassidy, like, Mm -hmm. and she's been watching indie stuff with me, like, like, uh, she, she starts, you know, she knows her stuff now. Oh, look
1: at that! I love it.
2: She impresses me, so... (laughs)
1: I love it, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I love it. I love when people like so go into the indie scene. I it just it just brightens my day so much. And and as I preach on under the ropes and indie talks, it's um you know this is where a lot of our favorite you know wrestlers even in WWE like they started somewhere. They started in the indie scene, so that's why I always say support the indie scene. It's so important, and it's crazy. Like we were saying before, with AEW that. A lot of these wrestlers, when we were getting the build before the television, and then they were signing everybody to the roster, is crazy because I followed a lot of these wrestlers in the indie scene before AEW. So I was driving Kyle crazy when somebody I knew got signed. I was like, yeah, <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> I was like, this is so. Yeah, ex- I don't know who this is. I- I'm telling you, like Darby Allin, I always think about Darby Allen of how. Like how hard I freaked out to Kyle. Like I was like, I don't know who that is. And I'm like, this is so exciting. Like, <laughs> It's so great. It's it's, it's great. And um, you know, as, as I continue to say, it's like, you know, instead of being like negative and watching things that you're going to complain about, there's so much wrestling out there that you can definitely enjoy. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of everything for everybody. You want blood, you got death matches, you want family friendly, you got a bunch of those shows and Oh man, AEW is great. I love I I was not a big fan of tag team wrestling and now I just adore it. Well, wow.
0: yeah, I can't wait till this is all over and we can get back to crowds. Like wrestling's been okay without crowds lately, but my god, it's it, I miss hearing the crowd reaction for certain things and certain surprises and certain wrestlers that get that crowd reaction you look for it kind of takes a lot out of it too and you know some of the reactions you think you would get in a match as well like it's i do miss it a lot i know they're doing good right now without it and they're they're doing a very good job of it like even putting like the the heels and and faces at ringside it's just i i cannot wait to get that crowd back in because you know that first aw show that's gonna feature a crowd It's gonna be so hot. Even uh, like all sports in general, the first time they're gonna get back with a crowd, it's gonna oh. be insane. Like they, they, yeah. like you won't be able to hear any. Like you be uh, ears will be ringing for weeks if you went live. I can only imagine the tickets for whatever show it's gonna be. They're gonna oh, fly man. more. Qu- I think they'll they'll sell faster than. Uh, Was it it's double or nothing? Guarantee.
1: Bad with blood and guts. <laughs>
0: I got a question for you.
2: So now that it's got postponed, are you going to come to the New York show now, <laughs> Whatever. <it comes laughs> well, my back?
0: Rochester one's postponed. It says till July. I still don't think that's going to happen. I think yeah, they're going to be all postponed again, or they're going to just be like, you know, eat your money back. I hope you guys still get end up getting blood and guts if they're able to do it. I'm praying for you guys, but I don't take this the wrong way, both of you. I. I truly think it's going to get rescheduled again, and it might be in another city.
1: Uh, yeah, it's. I have feelings feeling it's going to be rescheduled to, like, next year, like, because the way that it is here in, like, New York, they keep closing everything. The pool's are already closed for the summer. They're already saying, like, concerts and, and, and mm-hmm. sporting events isn't going to happen to next year. And the other thing, too, is, like, when you think about it, like, are really people going to rush out to want to sit? Even like a concert, yeah. like, are you really going to want to go and sit next to somebody like how some of these places are? I mean, Kyle's been to New York. Kyle's been to the Barclays Center. Kyle's been to Madison Square Garden. You see how big that is and, you know, like how many seats there are. Like, can you imagine like the thought? Because I'm going to worry even the indie scene. Like, I'm still going to worry. And and it's really going to change a lot of the things in, in you know life. So I don't think, I really think it's going to get rescheduled again. Did you know, I I didn't talk about this before, but the Jericho cruise is already sending out like pre-sales next week. There's an email that went out that there's looking still for February 1st of 2021, but it said that you could have the choice of it being refunded or, um, you know, if it it gets postponed, you know, you can save, you know, your, your booking. Mm
0: -hmm. That's going to be tough for Jericho too. I understand there's going to be the rich people out there are going to have the funds, but it's going to be tough for the, a lot of people that fill in a lot of the the spots in that cruise. That like people are not going to be able to afford this. Like they have to. People are going to have to think like long term. Like if this thing's going to keep going, you're going to have to. Like people are to have to put their priorities in the money that they have now and start planning out for the future. And you know, this cruise, you know, is not a main priority. So I know the rich are going to. Fill in as much as possible. They're going to have that endless amount of money, no matter what. People that are still working and had the benefit of still working will fill the crews, but you know it's kind of it's going to be kind of unfair to the people that really want to go but they can't, right? It's it's and, tough. It's going to be really tough to to, to look at next week when they finally go on sale (laughs) and me included like i I, i've always wanted to do that and i'm just sitting there going like i can't i physically cannot do that like and i and i and personally i don't want to right away until i know that there's going to be a a, and this is just my personal opinion out there people don't yell at me for it um i i don't think until there is a vaccine and everyone can get vaccinated and there is you know we've gotten this under control i don't want to do anything with big crowds like I have people in my family that are extremely high risk that I live with, I cannot do stuff like that and put them at jeopardy. So, just just the way I am, I guess. And has any like provinces
2: in Canada like reopened? Because I know like Georgia and Florida reopened their. Nope.
0: No? Okay. no, everything is still. Our prime minister will not do anything until this is done.
1: No <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right, let's get off this topic because he's getting, like, depressed. <laughs> All right. Me and Kyle used to do a coffee podcast. Are, are you are you a coffee drinker? What's your favorite coffee? Like-
2: <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker. Uh, Stacy makes fun of me because, like, I'll just, like, say a flavor in an Italian word. I have no idea what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. she. I was like, yeah, I drink coffee. I drink a, a vanilla bean frappuccino. She's like, that doesn't have any coffee like, oh. <laughs> in it. Like- I don't drink alcohol uh, either So like if I'm like yeah I bought a White Claw You know or whatever <laughs> uh, And they're like yeah that's not A, that's a White not Claw to- <laughs> no, the the white claws yeah. are
1: addicting man Like they, The Black Cherry one is so good <laughs> It's like drinking water Like <laughs> Go ahead Kyle make fun of my accent <laughs> I was just
0: going to say it's, it's not White Claw It's White Claw Claw. White Claw. Claw.
1: White Claw. Claw, Kyle has so much fun making fun of my accent. like Especially when he came here, he's like, I'm going to rip you the entire trip. He was like the New York way, right? Oh, you like how I say dog, right? Yeah, Yeah, dog. dog. (laughs) dog.
0: Here's my dog. (laughs) Your your dog, sir? No, that's my dog. (laughs) Don't touch my dog. It's a different type of dog. (laughs) Anyways, um... Yeah, I, I mean, coffee for me, it's. Yeah, I like my flavored coffee. I can't get any right now because the K Cup store, the lady won't even let anybody in anymore. So I'm kind of sol for that. But uh, I don't know. I have to try this new coffee they just started having up here in Canada. Maple coffee. So Ooh. you get your, you get your coffee. They put a a shot of maple uh maple in it, and then they put a little bit of whipped cream on top and little maple bits on top of the oh. whipped cream. <laughs>
1: I still need to make my trip up to Canada. Like, oh, I need to try some poutine. And, oh, man, I, what was it? There was something else. Smokes? Was that the place? The poutine Smokes place poutine, you yeah. It's, yes. Darren, you're going to come with me. Oh, man, money. Darren, this oh. place is. <laughs> I've
2: never been to Canada. I always wanted
0: to go. So there's so. this place up here. It's a chain. Uh, it started out as a single place. Now it's built itself into a chain. It's called Smokes Poutinerie. So you go inside, and it's literally like a big, giant menu board of, like, 20 different poutines different styles of poutine you can have like a pierogi poutine you can have philly cheesesteak poutine you can have uh uh, pulled pork poutine like it's and you get you get a hefty amount of this stuff and or you can just get the traditional which i do because i'm basic i get the traditional poutine and at your towel and put extra cheese curds in it and oh but if you ever come up here and you need to you want to try canadian poutine go to smokes i highly suggest Smokes because it's going to be as authentic as you can get
2: isn't uh, poutine like, like Canadian disco fries? Is that pretty much what it is?
1: Yeah, I, I would, I would. I, you, the way that probably we would think of it would be the disco fries. I mean, it's not. It's different. Disco for them. fries. Yeah, disco fries. A lot of times, it's like French fries and cheese and scallions and, um, uh, 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 gravy. Okay, the so. cheese
0: matters though. It's cheese curds. No, I know, I know it's that. I think, think that's
1: product. what makes it different in Canada than here, because I think yeah, you do cheese curds, and I think depending on the place here, um, there's different types of cheese. Like you can do mozzarella, you can do cheddar, you can do like all sorts yeah. of different say cheese. Again. So really depends. <laughs> Don't make fun of how I say the it, mozzarella. It I mozzarella. <laughs> I went to Chicago. <laughs> for a while. You put the
0: mozzarella on <laughs> <and> the poutine. <laughs>
1: It's the Sicilian way man That was the way I was taught It's mozzarella That's the Italian way But it was so funny Because when I went to Chicago To all out And I went for pizza And I was like look What's in this pizza Because I was like If it's if I only eat mozzarella I was like And she was just like Well we got mozzarella And I was like oh, I don't know, I'm you sorry, have mozzarella, I'm mozzarella We got mozzarella <laughs> <laughs> That's the Italian way Shut up Like That's how I was raised To say it So Never mind the big thick You know Queen's accent <laughs> And Duff really wants it on this video, but he won't let me pick him up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Too funny. Oh, man. We out. We out. We're going to go get some food. We're going to watch some wrestling. And yeah, man. So,
0: so everyone stay safe. Cheers. Stay home. Wash your hands. Do what you got to do. Watch Cheers. some wrestling. <laughs> Oh, my God, there's so much
1: wrestling. There is so much wrestling. And I love the fact that even a lot of, like, the independent scene, like, they're trying to – they're pulling things out of, like, vaults on the IWTV that's, like, never seen before on the apps. I mean, even things like on Fight TV, even other podcasters, where they're doing watch-alongs. They're watching, like, New Japan stuff or – I mean, me and Kyle just did All In a couple weeks ago that we did the watch-along. So a lot of of your favorite podcasters are doing this, even the promoters as well. Promoters are running – um, shows where they're taking best of matches and putting yes. it onto a pay per view. Like Synergy did that a couple of weeks ago. It was like a five dollar pay per view, and then Synergy teamed up with Matt Tremont's promotion H2O, and they just had one was a Sunday night that was like twelve bucks. So it's like very reasonable too, and and um, it's 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 great because it gives you a taste of promotions that maybe you've never seen before. So I'm gonna get Kyle on the GCW train. So uh,
0: these. These you, you know YouTube needs to screw off with these watch-alongs because I wish we could just put the thing on the screen and want, you can see our reaction to it. I hate how you can't put what you're watching on the screen because like, oh, copyright issues. No. It drives me nuts, man. Try but do it, it's
1: nice to, like, even, like, hang out, like, in a Google chat. Like, Queen of Ennis, she does a yeah. lot of those. Like, she should be in a Google chat, and she's talking with people as you're watching the pay-per-view. So, I mean, even, like, a lot of the podcasters, kudos to you guys because it's, like, you're trying just as hard. Like, me and Kyle have been trying to build up a lot of stuff with the network as well, um, try and put oh more some into might,
0: it. Some days my brain just so fried from being inside I can't my creative juices do not flow like my creative juices flow when I'm like I'm at work and I'm doing stuff outside like I'll think of something and write it down but like when I'm sitting here I'm sitting in front of my computer I'm like think of something nothing comes to mind yeah, it's been yeah. tough it's been very tough and like I try to get influence from other people and some things I'm like oh maybe I should try that and then I'll lose interest like five minutes later God <laughs> like, I swear, it's, just, it's just it's been so hard
1: It'll be all right, Kyle. It'll be all
2: right. <laughs> it's a grind. Uh, you know, even music, it, it's a grind. You know, you just gotta keep doing it, you know. Yeah. You never know what's going to right. what's gonna right. hit. And then once you find it, you just keep doing it, you know. That's, that's it. That, that's that's yeah. the that's the the formula that I've I've learned. Like and some of like Beautiful and Miserable, like that's a song like I would never ever like write, but I wrote it and Great I was like, song. I'm just gonna release it and And it became uh, one of Tiffany's theme songs on on one of her podcast. And, like, that's great. Indie
1: talks.
0: (laughs) talks.
1: Indie Uh, talks.
2: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's with anything. Like, any idea that you have, just, you know, run with it, you know. Yeah,
1: you never know. You never know. Do what you love, right? That's it. That's why we're here. So, oh, man. Well.
0: anywho. Rehoop rehoop, yeah, that's how we say it here. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I think I don't know. Are we done here? What, what are we doing? I mean, we kind of just freelances, right? This is why I was we're talking about scheduling Tiff. Like, I, I don't know when to stop when I do these freelancing. Usually, like we have a scheduled AEP, we get to be an elite review, and then I'm like, okay, now we can end the show.
1: well you know know what that just means that we're just gonna have to bring Darren back another time so we'll get like an update everything goes back to normal and you know I mean Darren's Darren's one of our best fans and um, you know I mean shit he's doing our music for us so Darren's not going we're doing his music
0: for him (laughs) correction
1: yeah Yeah, so um, (laughs) I'll I'll get you in the booth (laughs) <laughs> there you
0: go, you can record the queen of the indies
1: <laughs> The only way to be, no, no, definitely So no, Darren's not going anywhere I mean, like I said, uh, just beware Like when this all goes back to normal And, and, and I'm coming with champagne Like I, I am We're going to we're gonna record it for the podcast And, and, and we're going to cheers to it Maybe, hopefully, when all this comes back to normal You need and to order a little coming, bit of the bubbly from Jericho's a little thing A little bit of the bubbly Maybe Kyle will come down. You know, like we don't know what's gonna happen. Maybe we can get Kyle to come down to New York, or you know, so or maybe we'll eventually, like me and Darren, can come up to Canada. So
2: even a Newark show, you have time and still he's Kyle that
1: far. He's that far. You guys are gonna he's keep like pushing me? I'm gonna have to
2: minute,
1: come. He's a 45 minute flight to me. 45 minute flight so i got you kyle i pick you up in not even 10 minutes (laughs) i
0: was upgraded coach like i did last time and it was nice
1: oh my god i think the funniest thing with that whole thing was that um kyle was like messaging me like before he was getting on the flight and things like that and he was like just keeping tabs and i told kyle like the airport's like not even 10 minutes from my house right so it was just so funny so he gets on he's in the air and he's like jesus he's like i'm gonna be coming down already and he's like did you leave yet i was like no he's like leave and i'm like relax it's not even 10 minutes from my house and like I still got there and he still didn't land it was the most funniest thing he's like freaking out and I'm like don't worry Kyle I got you
0: freaking (laughs) out in coach with some free wi-fi that's what I was doing (laughs)
1: see See? (laughs) it's not that serious it's funny because I was
0: doing it. I was, when I was buying a ticket online, I was like, upgrade to coach for $10. I'm like, whoa, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm doing that. Then I'm like, okay, let me look at first class. It was like 150. I'm like, no, not for 45 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, not. No, not.
1: Not for 45 <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> There's nobody in first class. <laughs>
1: That's what I was saying. It's only 40, he's only 45 minutes away. That's why I said even even if it's not an AW, maybe he can come down like I said to like a synergy show. So I mean, I still got to drive to Jersey like but again, like I said, I see Darren a lot. So I see Darren at a lot of shows, which is great. So um so we'll definitely the three of us will be back together again. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. For sure.
0: So uh, uh Darren, and you owe me a piece of I do. <laughs> We do. Fuck. God. I'm so mad we didn't take a picture on, on Full Gear. You know, like, me and Tiff were going at it, like, for weeks on end after Full Gear. Like, why didn't we take a picture with Darren? Like, <laughs> why didn't we do that? Like, I think it was just, like, there's just so much going on that weekend. It just it completely, yeah. like, went over it our head.
1: It, it really was. But we but beat ourselves
0: up. at. It. We're like, why didn't we take a picture? Like, <laughs> this this was, like, podcast, like, content worthy. Like, we were going to put the picture on the show. And I'm just like, yeah. why the f- did we not do that? And like Oh so much yeah. happened. Like remember I oh. left uh, what I, what did I leave I there? Your, your
1: you left dinner? Your food. Too, yeah, so. left your food. Yeah, you left your food that yeah, whatever. We're not going to talk about
0: that trip. Oh yeah, we went through uh, shenanigans in the hotel after, but okay. oh, I left I bought the full gear poster, oh, poster that I can't buy online because they won't ship to Canada and I left it in the lobby. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. I tell him all the time he's got to ship stuff to me. At least he knows I have it. Well, my my
0: best friend has a a uh, a PO box. PO box right over the border here so I can just start doing that now.
1: So whenever they reopen whenever that they shit. Reopen. So.
0: I don't want them to open that border until this is done. Like you got Not saying you, but you guys <laughs> over there stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> Stop. Anyways.
0: I <laughs> Darren, I do want to thank you for coming on today for the first episode of Russell Forum podcast, man. It has been great chatting with you learning about these wolves, learning about yourself in wrestling. And we're so proud and happy for you to have your themes so far shown on TV. and the future does look bright for these wolves. And we're so happy to have you part of this network in some way, man. So thank you very much for coming on today.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Definitely. Like I'll come on anytime. So
0: Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh yeah, you're back. coming back. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Tiffle, make sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Me, I'm persistent. <laughs>
0: So, guys, we hope you like this first episode of the Forum podcast. We're going to do a lot more freelance stuff like this featuring a lot of people in the wrestling community right here on this podcast. Uh, so make sure you do drop a like button down below on the YouTube version of this podcast. If you did like it, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media you want to share it on, share it right now. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube as well. Everything does help, but most importantly, hit that like button. That sends it to the top in the YouTube analytics, so make sure you are smashing that like button, uh, make sure you're following the network on Twitter, at NHB Network, uh, you can follow myself at RealKyleMasters, you can follow my co-host at LovesToDream82, you can follow Darren down here on social media, put all his links down in the description below here for you guys, uh, for you guys to follow and click, I'll put the, actually the These Wolves um Links are already there because I put the, the theme song there as well. Uh, so all those links are located down in the description for you guys right now. Thank you to all our listeners that are listening on the go for downloading the episode. You guys are much appreciated. I keep up with those analytics, and I keep up to see what you guys are doing. A lot of Apple Podcast listeners out there. So thank you to all you Apple Podcast listeners out there. Make sure you're giving us a nice five-star rating on those uh, Apple Podcasts. Definitely would truly help. And it's uh, probably going to wrap it up. So guys, on behalf of myself... Tiffany, she's the EVP of Giggles the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies on behalf of Darren from D's Wolves this has been the first episode in the Wrestling Forum Podcast see you guys next time